Hello and welcome to our fourth and final Clone Wars episode of our Frenzy Anthology. This is episode 25. We're watching Clone Wars season four, episode 20, Bounty. I'm Ron. I'm David. And? And I'm Sam. Thanks for having me back. You all know Sam by now. Yeah. Sam's a fixture on this podcast. A regular, as it were. And as we've said before, the show's streaming on Netflix if you want to check it out. All five and lost episode seasons. All right, Sam, do you want to start us off with a quick summary of this episode? Sure, quick summary of this. Uh, In the episode Bounty, uh, we start off with Asajj Ventress, who is the disgraced former apprentice of Count Dooku. And she is alone and without allies. And she finds herself in a bar, gets into a bar fight, kills the man. It's the same cantina, right? Or no? I don't know if it's the same cantina. It seems it's, it, it seems like it might be. It seems like it might be. It's definitely in that same sort of seedy, underworldy kind of Tatooine's backworld kind of thing. Whether or not it's the exact same one. I, I just think it's funny that the cantina scene became such a big thing in star wars and now you just every star wars thing afterwards has to do the cantina (laughs) scene again yeah so she gets into this bar fight kills the man and then it's revealed that he was part of a bounty hunter sort of gang collaboration and they were set up to do this job they needed a certain number of people she killed one of their members so her options are either do the job with them or they're going to basically turn her over to the authorities who are looking for her. She having nothing better to do with her life now that she is <laughs> without a master and without friends decides that this is a viable option and goes with them. And they travel to the planet of Corzite and their mission is to deliver a package to a fish monster, a fish monster <laughs> who is like, I think the emperor or king I don't exactly remember his title, Um, but they transport this package on sort of a rail system on like a train and they fall under attack by another species from the same planet. And why? I think I have an idea, but why did you pick this episode? I picked this episode because Asajj Ventress is my favorite character throughout the entire series. I love Asajj Ventress now that I know her name. (laughs) But wait, how is she disgraced? I didn't know anything about her. Her her backstory, and, and there are plenty of arcs that talk about this, is she was the apprentice of Count Dooku. That's, is that Christopher Lee's Yes, character? yes. Okay. Who is... Who fights Yoda. Yes, and I he's apprenticed to Darth Sidious. So it's kind of an apprentice of an apprentice sort of situation. But I I loved her. She is one of my probably my favorite character of the entire series. Yeah, she's I, awesome. Yes. And I picked this episode for this specific Asajj episode for a specific reason, which we'll get into toward the end. But then, so to sort of finish the recap, the, the package that they're delivering, it's revealed that it's actually a, a princess of the race that's attacking them. And it's she is being forced to marry the, the emperor against her will. And Asajj... They plead with her to let them go. It appeals to her softer side and she betrays the people who hired her and allows them to leave for a price. But yeah, that's sort of the recap. I like this episode. I'm in love with the fact that 
you know, this show is called The Clone Wars. There's all this crazy political stuff going on. We've seen both sides of it. The, on the ground, we've seen... I know what you're going to say. Talk in the Senate. I love the fact that we have this kind of what feels like a one-off episode of just these sort of chaotic evil or chaotic neutral guys just kind of off doing their own thing in this corner of the galaxy. And that that's just an episode. Yeah, I, what Suicide Squad should have been. That's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this episode could have used more Margot Robbie. But, but there you go. True. true. Yeah. So I loved that aspect of it. I just like the idea of it. And... Bounty Hunters are such a cool part of yes. the Star Wars universe. Yes, we don't get enough of them, in my opinion. And yeah. there are a lot of arcs that deal with Bounty Hunters and pirates in this series. One of my favorites being Cad Bane, who we didn't do an episode on, but Cad Bane's my favorite Bounty Hunter. Is he the one with the like, cowboy hat? Yes. I googled top Star Wars Bounty Hunters, and he was number one on IGN's list. Yeah. The Just kid like a... leading the group was Boba Fett. Yes. yes. Did you know immediately? Yeah. I learned it at the end. Oh, okay. I think because it said Boba Fett, and then it gave the name of the voice actor. I wrote down that I wanted to talk about it, except my phone auto-corrected it. So my notes say, young Bob? Question mark, exclamation. <laughs> I was very excited about young Bob. Yeah. Actually, if we're being completely honest, and I have this in my notes too, I was less excited about Boba Fett when I first watched this and more excited about Bosk, who is the giant lizard man. Yes. Because they have him wearing the exact same suit that he wears in the movies, which is from an old episode of Doctor Who. Oh, really? Yes. That's crazy. He's in the movies? Yes. He appears in the scene in Empire Strikes Back where there's the lineup of bounty hunters and uh, Lord Vader's giving them the mission. And then the last one in line is Boba Fett, but earlier on in the line is bosk who's that lizard guy and he's wearing that yellow jumpsuit thing and so Whoa. i i was so excited when it, when i saw him in the, the cantina i was like oh i love this just a classic throwback kind of thing that just spoke to my nerddom so i was critical of the animation in the series they did the action so well in this yeah. it's so well mm-hmm. choreographed it's mm-hmm. well animated you can keep track of what's going on, which is my number one criticism that, of most action scenes. It would have been really easy for them to do that badly. And I think that they, like a lightsaber, an animated lightsaber fight could have been done very sloppily. But they, I think they did a really good job. Everything looks smooth. Even and, the people who are shooting lasers or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And this episode is kind of like the crux of it is one big fight scene on a moving train. And it's such great I mean, side piece. It's been done before in like westerns. Oh, uh, yeah. But. It's like really well executed in this. It's such a cool concept. And the fact that it's underground, mm-hmm. there's so many things to like about the way that they do this fight scene. There's that cool droid bounty hunter. Yes. Who you get like serious Metropolis vibes from. Uh, and also that moment where he just spins around and yeah. shoots everybody. Ron's like acting a it out. Yeah. <laughs> On my rolling chair. Just. Wee. Uh, and also that moment where kind of one of the other bounty hunters has fought with him before and knows what he's about to do and says to. Uh, what's her face like get down yeah uh, or you're gonna want to you're gonna want to get down i think no, it's, like it's the girl says to young boba fett he comes in and he's like what's going on and then he goes everything's fine but you're gonna want to get down. yeah 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 no i think i think that was really cool I, and looking back at the first two episodes we did this is so drastically different from the episodes revolving around mm-hmm. the clones i just think it's cool how much variety we've seen and i think you picked four very different, very interesting episodes for us to look at. Yeah, I tried to I tried to 
get a good sampling because if if you're going to consider there to be a main character in this entire series i was going to kind of do this at the end but we can do it now i would consider the main character to be ahsoka tano who is a person we have not talked about at (laughs) all (laughs) (laughs) um there are ahsoka tano is the apprentice of anakin skywalker and she she is what you would consider to be the main character and there are a ton of episodes that revolve around her but because there are a ton of episodes that revolve around her i wanted to pick something that uh, there are also there are just as many that deal with count dooku that deal with bounty hunters you know that deal with pirates it's the whole series runs the gamut and there is no central focus it's just it very much is just a snapshot of the galaxy during wartime. These are things that are going on, and some of them relate to one another, and some of them, like this episode, are just independent, just some bounty hunters doing their thing. This is this show's genius. It yeah. kind of, it, it is in a way, and I yeah I I really love Asajj and her story arc, and this this episode at the end, and the reason I picked this was because this was sort of a crossroads in her life where she had been she had gone completely to the dark side and this was her first step back sort of toward the light where she sort of just like let go of her quest for revenge she let go of all of the animosity and she spared these two this princess and her brother and you could make the point was like well they also paid her which is true that's that's in line with the character you know it's like about small changes they yeah. al- they always do these wholesale arcs in bad movies but the best arcs are little things like rocky he doesn't win the fight he goes the distance you yeah know? yeah so she this is sort of her first step toward a a better life or a life that doesn't revolve around the dark side and the thing about the star wars universe is it's much more common the other way around you see a lot more. It's so much easier to go from light to dark because the dark is so much more tempting. It's so much harder to go back to the light once you've gone dark. And I think it speaks to the strength of her and her character that she is one of the few characters that can do it. The only other sort of instance that I can really think Darth of is Sidious. Darth Vader. Oh. <laughs> Darth Sidious? No, Sidious is evil through and through. I don't know. I don't know about that. Okay. He he offers somebody coffee once. He looks really regretful when he's plunging into that pit. (laughs) Really starting to regret his life decisions up until that moment. I really love this show. Maybe I'm getting ahead of ourselves here, but... You are. You are. I'll stop you. Okay. No, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I, you know, I grew up on Star Wars. I love Star Wars. And... I'm not a huge extended universe guy. I, I've read some of the books. I've played some of the video games. I, I was in love with the movies, but I think that the extended universe really does explore some things, some really cool things that the movie doesn't. And I think it does so in a way that's like interesting and character driven and not just sort of like the equivalent of a technical manual. I mean, that stuff's cool, like the ships, but you know, what this show does is it fleshes out that universe in an interesting way, but also gives us, like, what you're talking about, like, interesting character struggles that then 
relate on sort of a larger level. You know, if we're seeing examples of like Count Dooku's apprentice going from dark side, maybe towards the light or a little bit more chaotic, neutral, mm-hmm. like that has implications for other characters that we've seen yeah. in the movies. And that's really cool. And I mean, think about the premise of the show. So this is taking place between between episodes two and three. And we've already seen episodes two and three. So we already know the ultimate result of this entire series. And they still managed to make it really compelling. It's kind of like what I loved about Rogue One, where the whole movie informs a new hope, right? Am I getting that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And the whole plot with the Death Star. Yeah. yeah. And to different degrees of success, but they could have been a little bit stronger with it. But that it makes that you know, fail safe or the, the weakness of the Death Star, but more believable. And it makes it really exciting and it gives it a whole background that wasn't there. And it's kind of genius to tap into that. And I think this show does that because even though we know what ultimately will transpire, the journey there makes it so much more exciting and rich, uh, the tapestry of what happens later, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you read any of the books? Yeah, I've, I've read a couple of the books uh, during my sort of binging a couple of years ago. Um, the one book that I think directly pertains to this, and I'll kind of uh, shout it out, is uh, called Dark Disciple. It's by uh, Christy Golden. And this, if you like Asajj Ventress, this is a great book because the series ended kind of abruptly. They had written and even like storyboarded more episodes that never actually got produced. And this book, Dark Disciple, explores that arc that never got made into the series. And it's sort of, it's a continuation of Asajj's storyline. Because it, in the series, it, event, it ends sort of abruptly because they were expecting to make more. And so this sort of gives you more of her. And it kind of explains her more. And it's a really, really good book. She teams up with Quinlan Voss, who is a Jedi Master. I don't know if you're familiar with him. But uh, it's it's a really good story, and it it sort of, yeah. She she walks that line again, like between the light and the dark, and the struggle that it it weighs on her constantly. That's really cool. So this show, I guess it was canceled. Was it because I assume because of low ratings? Yeah, I, I'm not exactly sure why they can't. I I, I can't imagine that they would have uh, written and you know right. started to work on other episodes if they weren't expecting to produce them. So yeah. It's interesting looking because I'm, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan, and no. I had, <laughs> and I had very little interest in this show, and I've been trying to figure out why. I think that the marketing materials were just geared towards younger kids, and I think part of it too is that it was a cartoon yeah. network show, which I just don't pay any attention to. Yeah. And I, I read that like Fox turned this show down. It's it actually it's mind blowing to me that anybody would turn down a Star, a Star Wars, Wars show. anything. Yeah. Yeah. George Lucas goes to you, he's like, we want to put this Star Wars property on their network, and people are like, I don't, I don't know, know about that. about the Star Wars thing. <laughs> so I feel guilty in a way. I feel like if this show was canceled, if this show is as cool as I think it is, because I think it's pretty. From what you're telling me and from what we've seen, I really like this show. And it was canceled because of low ratings. That's really sad to me. I feel partially responsible for not watching it as a star wars fan yeah shame yeah (laughs) i mean i wouldn't feel too sorry for it because i mean it got 
five episodes or five seasons of like 22 or 24 episodes and then like a sixth season of like 13. So, I mean, it had a good, it had good run, but yeah, I mean, I think that they were expecting to make more and it, I like the series. I do. And I think it's good. I did, you know, full disclosure pick. I felt at least some of the better episodes. So there are, you know, with every series, there are weaker episodes and there are stronger episodes. And there are some weak ones, obviously that I don't enjoy as much, but there are plenty of story. <coughs> <arcs>. Mandalore. <laughs> It was the weakest of the Mandalores that I picked, but there are, once you go to the planet Mandalore, that's cool. You would love that. Awesome. He's that's pointing that's a, me. That's a planet that is like nothing we've ever seen. Huh. And I think that, honestly, I'll sort of do like the, the reason I think that you should watch the series overview like right now. Honestly, it's because you get such bigger grasp of the galaxy the star wars galaxy is immense and the movies touch on a dozen different planets and like 15 different alien races and there's so much more to it than that and this series does a great job of taking you places you've never been before introducing you to species that you've never seen while at the same time following stories of characters that you know and love. And I think that is what I love most about it is it gave me just a greater appreciation for the universe as a whole. And it makes force awakens that much more disappointing. In hindsight. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. You know, I, I never actually thought about it that way, but now retroactively I'm like, yeah, we didn't really go anywhere in force. Awakens. <laughs> <laughs> I read, too, that uh, they were planning on continuing this series until after Revenge of the Sith. That the last episode of The Clone Wars would be like basically immediately following the events of, of Revenge of the Sith. Gotcha. Which would be so cool. Yeah. So I'm super disappointed that, uh, that we didn't get to see that. So, would we keep watching? Ron, why don't you... Uh, I wonder what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a big shocker, but yeah, I definitely plan on watching more of this. And Excellent. as I said, I had seen one episode before and I think I just watched whatever the first episode on Netflix was. And it's kind of disappointing. I think it might've been one of the more sort of like simplistic morally. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously I'm sure, I'm sure it was probably an earlier episode and even yeah. if they were out of order on Netflix and yeah, it may be skewed a little bit younger, but based on what we've seen here, I'm, and based on what you've told us, I'm really excited to go back. And would you recommend, should I check out the original air date? order for them or should i just watch it in the order they are on netflix you're not going to lose anything by watching them in there there are places that you can go online that like tell you like these are if you want to watch it in complete chronological order this is the order that everything happens in uh but you're not going to lose anything watching them in the order that netflix has them laid out cool and david um i'm of two minds uh i like the show i didn't have i mean two of the episodes were not that's strong, but I didn't hate them. Well, maybe one of them I hated. Uh, and then two I, I liked a lot. But I don't think I would have kept watching just based on seeing the episodes. But what Sam explains, like when he gets into the the detail behind it that I'm not aware of, I sort of would want to. But that's not really... I mean, I could watch this whole show, but I wouldn't get any of that unless sam would you what are you doing for the next two months <laughs> <laughs> well i guess the other aspect of it too is that you're not 
and I'm as not big a, of a Star Wars. Yeah. Fan. So, what's the reward really yeah. for it? Yeah. yeah. And also, do I have that much time to watch <laughs> this whole show? But better than you expected it would be. Yeah. I guess I would chalk it up as a win. This has just gotten me hooked on Star Wars again. You yeah. Know, I'm like thinking about, oh, I have a Star Wars bounty hunter game sitting on my PS4. Like, I should check that out because that bounty hunter episode was really cool. Like, it's got me excited about the other expanded universe stuff. Mm-hmm. That book you recommended. If I watch the series, then maybe I'll maybe I'll check out the book. I might read a book about the Star Wars expanded universe after this. Cool. I'm reading one off and on right now. It's called uh, Tarkin. I didn't write down the author, but it's about the rise of uh, Admiral Tarkin. Um, oh, from Rogue One. Um, no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. New and Hope. the New Hope. Yeah. And his sort of twisted relationship with Vader. I'd be more willing to read a book about Tarkin than I would be to watch Watch more scenes with him. (laughs) (laughs) The CG'd face on him. Yeah. (laughs) I'd, uh, I want to read about Darth Plagueis. There's plenty of books that you can find out. I have not, I'm not very well versed on Darth Plagueis. I hope you would advise me. Um, there are. I'm going to text you constantly with Star Wars (laughs) questions. (laughs) You don't know what you just signed up for. (laughs) How did William Shatner fit into this whole thing? <laughs> he didn't. Oh. Some believe that he was the original inspiration for Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> that I would buy, surprisingly enough. While we have you on, Sam, yeah. what do you think about the Jar Jar Binks as a criminal, as the Sith mastermind theory? <sighs> you know, I know a lot of people like thought that that would be fun. I did not think that, that would be fun. Interesting. I mean, I know why Jar Jar Binks is a character. Jar Jar Binks was a character because they thought they were going to capitalize on the merchandising from him. They thought, like, this is going to be, like, this lovable, silly, goofy character. Everybody's going to want, like, the toys for Jar Jar. I thought kids did love Jar Jar. I never loved Jar Jar. But then, again, I can't. I was a Star Wars fan, and I can't speak to no i could be wrong i i thought i think kids in general liked jar jar i didn't dislike him i don't but i don't think he ever became the commercialized sort of figure that they expected him to be and i squeeze me is my catchphrase (laughs) (laughs) i feel like turning him into this ultimate bad guy is just trying to take this load of crap and then make a meal out of it you know what i mean so you think that they wouldn't have done that with jar jar for pretty much the same reason they wouldn't kill off han solo in the original trilogy is because they wanted to sell action figures yeah yeah when you put it like that i believe you well thank you again for guiding us through star wars the clone wars thanks for having me i'm glad i got ron on board and actually i i got a softer response from you than i was anticipating what did you think i i don't know what did ron say to you (laughs) i I knew you weren't as big of a fan. And so I knew selling you was going to be hard because like I said, in our first episode, I think this appeals most to people who already enjoy star Wars. And this is just another thing to get them excited. You just, you definitely sold me on the virtues of the show though. I love that. And when you told, when you, you blew my mind when you said that the show's main character is somebody, somebody. Ahsoka Tana. Anakin's apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And then I was like, this show's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really, I see a lot of Batman, the animated series in this too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to draw that comparison too. But you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Point, David. <laughs> well, uh, Sam, thank you so much for what I consider to be a, pre- a really successful four-episode arc on oh, thank you. the Clone Thanks Wars. For and for inspiring my next Halloween costume as Assange somebody. The joke would have worked if I remembered names. Gray skin and a shaved head and it'll work for you. <laughs> you already got the neck. I already have the lipstick. There you go. Does she have lipstick? You could she can have lipstick. lipstick. She, she, can have lipstick. <laughs> yeah. she doesn't have lipstick, I don't want to do it. <laughs> we haven't decided on our next series, have we? What are you doing next weekend? <laughs> What's your second favorite show? <laughs> I would have to I would have to dig deep for another show that sort of fits this format. Everything I I'm watching now is serialized. serialized yeah i was worried about the serialized nature of it but it worked perfectly there were senses of larger arcs but the episodes were self-contained enough yeah. that it it worked yeah this was a really good pick all right thanks for joining us for the clone wars our next show we'll figure out and announce on twitter at movie underscore pod check out our main podcast if for some reason you're not already listening to that our friends there's no such person <laughs> check out the blog at our rate and review the anthology show on itunes that would be really helpful for sort of boosting us up the ranks if you like the show if you don't like the show then stop listening what are you doing with your life <laughs> wasting your time go spend time with your family or something and you can also find us on facebook at our friends uh see you next time and have an amazing week